Hey there, you're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If doing all the things you were told to do to grow your practice have left you overwhelmed and exhausted, you're in the right place. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic who are just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. If you're done with spinal screenings and health fears, want more time freedom, more money in your bank account, and a practice that you love without sacrificing your health, be sure to grab the Aligned Chiropractors Survival Guide at AlignedChiroSurvivalGuide.com. Now, sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Is your email inbox blowing up with telehealth and telemedicine webinar invites? Or have you suggested to your patients that they schedule a telehealth appointment only to have them laugh at you and ask how you'd actually be able to help them that way? If you answered yes to either of these questions in today's episode of the Aligned Women podcast is for you. If your email inbox feels anything like mine does these days, it's been a constant barrage of information hurled your way. Is barrage a real word? I don't know. I may have just made that up. Well, some of the information coming into your inbox is definitely from well-meaning people. Some of it is from people who truthfully, it, it feels like they're desperate to sell you something right now. And it's been kind of hard to decipher what's actually helpful and what's potentially not helpful. A big theme in the influx of information coming to a chiropractor's inbox right now is how to offer telehealth appointments to patients. And while, again, I think most of the information shared on this is meant to be helpful, I'm going to offer you a different perspective today on why maybe you just want to tune that information out. Before we get started with the points I'll share with you today, I just want to give you a quick reminder that if you're not already subscribed to the Aligned Women podcast, then head on over to alignedwomen.com forward slash iTunes and get subscribed to the podcast there today, especially if you're an iPhone user. We know that over 50% of our audience listens to the podcast on their iPhone. And if you've got an iPhone, there's a built-in app. It's purple. It's called the Apple podcast app. It's the easiest way to listen to this podcast. And you can find us by going to alignedwomen.com forward slash iTunes. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at aligned women. And over there on Instagram, you will see the real life and practice results of our members and our membership program. They're just like you. They're committed to changing the world through the work that they do without sacrificing their families or burning themselves out. So I hope that you'll follow us on Instagram to see our member success stories there. All right. So let's talk more about this uh, telehealth concept. Okay. Now, let me first give you a couple of disclaimers. If you're in a place right now where you need money, like you need to make money right now just to be able to feed your family, then by all means, do what you have to do. I would be doing the same thing. If I needed money to feed my family, I'd be figuring out how to do that in whatever way I could, hopefully through helping people. If you are um, not in that place and yet you feel like maybe you should be offering telehealth, maybe you shouldn't, or maybe you've tried to and it just hasn't worked well, I think what I'll share with you in this episode will help you understand why. So one of the first reasons that I feel like we need to take a pause 
Perhaps on offering telehealth in our practices is because there are so many unknowns. Like for example, first we were told that the usual requirements that we needed to follow to be HIPAA compliant were lifted. Like you don't you didn't need to use an encrypted video teleconferencing service. You could just use Facebook Messenger video chat instead. Well, as of today, there was a message in my email inbox that said, actually, be careful because now there are new hackers who are accessing information through unencrypted services. So you should probably still use the most HIPAA compliant services that you have available. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) when I saw that, like, whoa, first we were told, don't worry about it, just go help people. And then we were told, uh, maybe not. Like there's a lot of unknowns and truthfully, everyone is just figuring this out as we go. And um, that doesn't make it wrong that nobody knows the answers. There was no way that we could have been prepared for this situation that we're in right now. So of course, everyone is just figuring it out as we go. It's to be expected. There was no other option, (laughs) but be careful, be careful with how you move forward and know that there are a lot of unknowns and that there are risks that you're taking on with those unknowns as well. So if you don't have to do telehealth appointments, take it slow at least before you get started. Take it slow and make sure that you're implementing the things that help you um, protect your business and protect your assets and protect your patients. Next, I want to talk about what it really means to offer telehealth in regard to a business perspective. When you are starting to offer a new service in your practice, first of all, let's be honest, this is not a fast track to making money. Okay. Like just as you, as when you started your chiropractic practice, you didn't start your practice and the next day make tons of money and be able to support all your family's needs. It didn't happen like that. Now there's going to be some weird cases where, you know, someone just like hits strikes gold and they're like, one day they're adjusting patients in their office and the next day they're offering telehealth, telemedicine appointments to all their patients instead. And their business revenue is increasing instead of decreasing. There are going to be exceptions. However, most chiropractors are not going to be those exceptions. It just is what it is. So let me say this. If you're in this just to make money, please stop. (laughs) You'll eventually get burned if you're in it just to make money, but you're also, you know, you're hurting the whole, not, not even just the chiropractic profession, but you're hurting healthcare in general, especially alternative holistic types of healthcare. If you're just in this to make money, if you're doing it to help people because you truly believe you can help people, then that's a different story, right? If you're doing it because you know you can help people in this way, keep going. But again, make sure that you're covering your bases. Now, we have to look at this a little bit deeper in regard to the business perspective. There are five key functions of a business. If you've taken my free marketing course that I, that I um, taught last year in August 2019, then um, you know those five key functions. They're lead generation, lead nurture, lead conversion, delivery, retention and upselling. And when you create a new offering in your practice, you are now taking on the responsibility of generating new leads for that offer, of nurturing those new leads for that offer, of selling, that's the process of conversion, of selling that 
offer to those new leads and then delivering that offer and then retaining those customers or patients and eventually offering an upsell to them. If you don't have the bandwidth to do that, fine, so be it. But know that if you're building a business, that's what you're really committing to. And chances are, although I wish it was different for you, you don't even have those five systems systematized or those five functions, excuse me, systematized in your chiropractic practice. Now might be a time for you to look at how you can systematize those functions for your chiropractic patients instead of just like busying yourself trying to get a new offer off the ground. Again, feed your family. Do what you have to do to make money to feed your family. But I'm offering you a different perspective than what you've seen flying at you in your email inbox. And and I know from lots and lots of conversations over the last three weeks with Aligned Women members that these are the kinds of things that are on your mind right now that nobody else is talking about, by the way. (laughs) Okay, so um, next... Nobody wants to be sold a product or service right now or ever, really. (laughs) And that's not to say that you shouldn't be selling right now. If you already have an online program, for example, you should be promoting that online program, probably. Um, But if you're just coming at me with, hey, I'm now offering telehealth, I'm like not excited. I'm not excited about signing up for that thing, right? Oh, man. It took me so long to grasp this concept as a business owner, as a marketer. And it wasn't until, I don't know, like maybe two or three years ago that I really started to understand this concept. People don't pay for a product or a service or a program. People pay for a solution to a problem. Do you see the difference? So while I'm telling you nobody wants to buy a product or service right now, Um, what I'm really wanting to say to you is to look at people holistically, make sure that you understand who it is you're helping and how you're helping them and what you're helping them with. What problems do those people have? What do they wish was different? Can you help them create the change that they're hoping for? And if so, how? And when you go through those questions, when you really spend time allowing your innate to answer those questions, then what you, what you begin to realize is that the answer may not always be chiropractic or telehealth, but what does happen is that you create, that you create a product or a service or a program that more easily sells itself because people feel like it was made for them, which truthfully it was made for them because you looked at what problems they had. You chose one of those problems that you knew how to solve, and then you created the solution for it. And it's way different. So this is very similar to what we've been doing for, I don't know, a hundred plus years as chiropractors. We learn the modality of chiropractic. We're super excited about it because we know how beneficial it is. And then we just go out and want everyone else to get as excited about chiropractic as we are. So we teach them the benefits of chiropractic and how the nervous system works. And then we're frustrated when people don't take action on what we've taught them. And it's because we haven't honored the real way that people make buying decisions, which is not in their frontal cortex only where they process the facts and the benefits and the features, but it starts with an event in their limbic system, an emotional trigger, essentially. And then they, 
they um, validate their buying decision based upon the facts. There's a time and a place to teach people the facts and the benefits of a program or service or product. It's not necessarily when they're brand new to your business, like when they've just heard about you for the first time. So you can see the overlap, right? Like we, we take the same approach with chiropractic. We want to teach people the benefits of chiropractic. Like, Hey, I'm a chiropractor. You need to have your spine adjusted. You are going to be healthier without subluxations. And people are just like, Hmm. Okay. 90% of the people in the United States don't do anything (laughs) when we tell them that only 10% of the people do something with, in this case would be become a chiropractic patient and hopefully stay one for a long time. If we want to see the utilization of chiropractic increase, we have to change the way that we're teaching people, really the way that we're leading people to make a decision to do something they've never done before. But the same applies here for telehealth. If you're just like, man, telehealth, I offer telehealth visits and you need it because you need to be healthier. All you're doing is teaching them like that you have this thing available and what it is. You might tell them like we can meet on zoom and it'll be 30 minutes, but it's all facts, right? You haven't addressed what problem will you be helping them with and what will be different for them when that problem has been solved. And if you can identify those two things, that's when you will start to see more people raise their hand and say, okay, I'm in, let's do it. Okay. The next thing that I want to share with you about all of the information that's flying at you about telehealth right now is that there's a, a notion that you can do this because you have so much extra time right now. (laughs) And when I see people saying, I mean, maybe some of us do have more time, right? Because maybe you're not seeing so many patients. Maybe your practice is closed. Maybe you're seeing a lot fewer patients because you're only available for emergent and acute cases. However, what I know about you is that you have a family and your kids are probably also not at school. There's a like a really good chance that they're not leaving the house at all. So that means that you are taking care of your kids 24 seven. And I don't know about you, but I'm a lot less productive if I'm trying to work and take care of my kids at the same time. And truthfully, it's like, I'm not doing either one of them. I'm pretending to do one or the other, or both of them at the same time, but I'm not very good at doing either of them when I'm doing both of them. And if I were just focusing on doing one of them, I'm usually much better. But right now, a lot of the information that's coming to you about offering telehealth services is making the assumption that you have so much more time on your hands. Well, that may not necessarily be true (laughs) at all. (laughs) In fact, for some families, for some parents, for some moms, they're like way more overwhelmed and they're with their kids way more than usual. So if you're feeling like, oh man, I should have gotten telehealth going for my practice already. And yet you can't really even get it started because you have no time to focus on work right now because you're with your kids 24 seven. It's okay. Again, do what you need to, to feed your family and to keep the lights on. But if your basic needs are met and so are your families, maybe now is just not the right time. And here's the thing. 
if you really look at this telehealth conversation as a, um, in regard to what I just shared with you is if you look at it from a holistic perspective and you look at people and really understand them and identify what their problems are, then you can do that any time. Their problems might be different now than they were a few weeks ago, but their problems are going to be different again in a couple of months than they are right now. It's always changing. So if you're afraid of missing out on an opportunity, just know that opportunity is not actually going away. It's just going to look a little different if and when the time is right for you later. Okay. So I hope that Hearing what I've shared with you today around telehealth and telemedicine appointments in your practice has been helpful for you. Just know that I'm here cheering you on. I am sending you a huge hug because I know that things have been really hard and that you have been asking questions that you don't know the answers to. And it seems like nobody else does either. Truthfully, really nobody else does know the answers to those questions either. And it's scary. And yet there's a great opportunity ahead of us right now, in front of us right now, to really align our lives, our families, our practices, and work that we do in the world so that you can be the best version of you. Now is an opportunity to really make changes that allow you to get into that alignment that you've been seeking for a long time. Okay, before I wrap this episode up, I want to share one more thing with you. I haven't talked about this tons on the podcast, but last year I launched the Align Marketing Intensive, which was a 10-week course for women in chiropractic who were ready to take their practices to the next level. They wanted to grow their practices without final screenings and health fairs, even if they've struggled to be consistent in marketing their practices for years. I learned so much taking around 45, 46 students through that course last fall. And one of the things that I learned was um, that I really do have an advanced level of knowledge of marketing. (laughs) And the reason that that's important isn't necessarily for me to be able to say, oh, I know so much about marketing, but it's because I learned that I've made an assumption that people in our community know a lot lot more about marketing than what they actually do. (laughs) And so as we worked through that course last year, another course started to birth itself in the process. I learned that some people, maybe you in our community, need to learn the basics of marketing first before they before they venture into learning some more advanced marketing tactics. So through that process, I then created a second course called Align Marketing Essentials. Align Marketing Essentials launched for the first time in March, (laughs) just like just around the time that things were getting really intense here in the U S and right now we have 49 students going through that course. Keep in mind, they started the course just a few weeks ago when um, 
things hit the fan here in the U.S. in the middle of March. However, what I can tell you right now is that in just the first four weeks of the course, the students have learned more about how to grow their practices without getting overwhelmed in just those first four weeks than they had throughout their whole careers previously. And what they're learning is going to help them feel so much more confident getting their practices back up and running when the stay-at-home orders are lifted. Not to mention, feel a lot more confident that they're doing the right things to grow their practice, to attract not just more patients, but the right new patients to their practice um, throughout 2020 and beyond. I think one of my favorite things about this course is that as the course unfolds, what you're doing is you're creating a marketing plan. And it's a very simple marketing plan. In fact, one of my fears <laughs> is that the marketing plan is so simple that it's easily it's easy to dismiss the actual strategies and not do them because you're like, oh, this is so simple, this won't actually work. But that's the beauty of it, is that it can be, it gets to be so simple and very effective and efficient at the same time. Okay. So I'm starting to ramble now, but what I wanted to share with you is that um, we're getting ready to launch this course again at the end of April. And I'll be hosting a free training April 28th, where I'll teach you how to get started rebuilding your practice when the time is right. I'm not saying that the end of April, you'll be able to have your doors open for full capacity again, but I'm teaching this training proactively to help you know what to do when you're ready to do it. So if you want to be able to join me for that training and hear more about the Align Marketing Essentials course, then be sure that you're a member of our Aligned Chiropractors community on Facebook. You can find the group by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Aligned Chiropractors. And I hope to see you there soon. Okay, my friends, until then, take care. Lots of deep breaths, sleep, breathe. And I'll see you next week for another new episode of the Aligned Women podcast. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women podcast. If you love this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic. Think of your classmates and the woman who practice near you. Is there one who you know is tired, overwhelmed, exhausted, or just burned out? If so, let her know about the Aligned Women podcast right away. And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into Aligned Women's proven method for women in chiropractic on how you can have more time freedom and more financial freedom, how you can build a practice full of the right patients, not just more of them, and how you can feel confident that you're making the impact you were born to make as a chiropractor. Be sure to grab the Aligned Chiropractors Survival Guide at AlignedChiroSurvivalGuide.com. Thanks again for listening and see you next week.